Welcome back to WKNC 88.1 HD1 Raleigh. I'm Her Majesty, joined today by my lovely co-hosts, Grand Eubanks, Space Cadet, for an episode of the Local Beat during Local Lunch. Today, we're joined by Durham Punk Duo Bangs. Welcome back to KNC, and how about you all introduce yourselves? Thank you for having us. Yeah. Um, my name is Erica, and I play guitar and I sing and sing. I'm Jess, and I play drums. Nice. How would you guys explain bangs to the first-time listeners? I mean, I try to make it as feral as possible. You know, just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, untamed, just like, like raw aggression. Um, like, in like a very cathartic way, and like, just like screaming loud, fast, clawing at the world. Yeah, something like that. You know, feral. 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 <laughs> feral. That's incredible. Um, so you guys are a part of Potluck, um, uh-huh. what, can you explain that a little bit more? Because I saw it was kind of like, yeah. almost like family home style yeah. records, but can you, can you elaborate on what that is yeah. more as a part of it? I mean, Potluck is, um, it's a label in quotation marks, but it's basically like kind of like a collective of musicians in Chapel Hill that have been making records for a long time and have kind of teamed up to support each other like a label, um, within the triangle, really. Okay. And it's run by like um, three people um, that are like just pillars of the music scene and yeah, they've just been doing it for a really long time and they kind of just like have like a family kind of oriented feel of like, you know, helping people in this area to continue to make music and make it, you know, bigger and better. How, how did y'all get adopted into that family? Yo, I, <laughs> I like met John Harrison, who's um, one of the people in Potluck like a long time ago, my first job actually out of college, just randomly. And it was just the first person I met who was just like, oh, this person makes music all the time. He was one of the chapel musicians here with you about blah, 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 blah. And how like, you know, it was just like, it was the time when I just first started recording and I was using like, Audacity because it was free and it was terrible, right? Yeah, and yeah. I started making my first kind of round of demos of like songs and it's just kind of like all piecing it together. And, you know, I was writing while recording and I was just, he was the first person I showed it to, honestly. And I was just like, is this like, does this make sense? And, he, and we just kind of talked about craft a lot, honestly, about like, you know, how... You know, just when you're writing songs, you gotta just kind of build it and you just keep trying and like, it's just very encouraging and stuff. And then, so yeah, when this record was about ready to go, I was just like, I want to put this out. And during quarantine, I was thinking a lot about like, this town and like being here and like, why did I choose to stay here? Because I'm not from here at all. And I was just like, you know, like I've always loved the scene here and like, just thinking about like, how I first got plugged into it, you know, because like after I started talking to John, I started like, you know, volunteering at a studio in Carbro, and then eventually got just like absorbed into like the music scene. Suddenly it's like, yeah, I'm going to find more jobs that are just music. You know what I mean? Because it's just this yeah. is my favorite thing. This is my favorite thing. So, and I was just like, it just set, it felt like really full circle to be like, hey, well, this album needs to come out. It was burning a hole in my pocket. I'm like, I'm not trying to sell this forever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you yeah. talked about this earlier, but yes. just like you, I think to be a healthy, creative person, you have to let things go. You gotta put yes. it out. Yes. Yeah, well, or you get stagnant in like a you, weird way. You, yeah. you keep improving and the, the tracks don't unless you work on them. Yeah, you know? for and sure. So there's a point where you have to be like, this. there's going to be a point where this doesn't represent me in the future. And that's like, the yeah. bigger thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you got to keep going because it's like, you know, writing, I'm writing more stuff and like, yeah. it's got to it's gotta keep going. So like, get, get this snapshot of you out now so that yeah. you can continue to work on it. So, and that's, yeah, body of work. Yeah, you had mentioned that, um, like, when you were growing up in Japan, you only really had access to Top 40 and stuff. So yeah, what were those early demos kind of sounding like? I mean, if, well, since then, like, since growing up in Japan, I went to college um, mm-hmm. at Wake Forest. So I went from, like, Tokyo to, like, Winston-Salem, and it was, like, a wow. shock. 
It was super shocked. Like I was like, I thought it was like a forest. Like that's a, there's not a lot of trees in Tokyo. Like compared, to, but like yeah, but that and just like not having a car, and then there's like a whole like race element to it that I just wasn't like privy to because I, I just hadn't been in that context yet. Um, but what was the question? Why does it sound like the way it does? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I know. I wanted to know what like the yeah. early demos were because they oh, weren't necessarily really? as influenced as I guess of having lived in the U.S. for a while. Well, I guess the earliest demos still were after I'd lived in the U.S. for a little bit. Oh, okay. Time. So okay. they were still post, like, my big, like, musical, as far as, like, awakening kind of thing was when, like, I started discovering indie rock. Okay. You know, in, like, the 2000s, you know? Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, there's, hey, this top 40, right? But then there's, mm -hmm. like, stuff that people make that's, like, indie rock that's, like, super cool and, like, intricate and, like, it's sometimes, like, the lyrics are very strange, they don't rhyme, and, like, it doesn't matter. Like I love voices that aren't never not like traditionally cool, right? Mm -hmm. Was that yeah. like you an in-person expedition to sort of find that stuff, like going to venues or was it mm -hmm. like record stores? I think I was just always creating music. So mm -hmm. as soon as gotcha. I got here and like you know, obviously we also grew up in the internet. You know, like Napster. That no, wasn't Napster. What was the thing? Lime Lime Wire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew it. But yeah, so it's just like you start yeah, yeah. kind of widening your horizons a bit because at the first it's like, oh, I get top forty radio. You know, that's it. That's all we get. Everything else is in Japanese. I got a lot of J-pop too. You know, oh, obviously because yeah. I grew up in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> but like then it's just like, oh, I got like access to all this like underground stuff, and it was just like broken social. I mean, like the big ones for me like was like broken social scene, and like I loved Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I thought it was a beautiful album by Wilco. And like those kind of things were just like, oh my gosh, like it's what you make of it, huh? And I was just like, I don't know. I just always knew that making music now is fun because you can kind of pull from everything that's happened so far and you can mash it all together in your own way. And that's what's so special and fun about this time because yeah. there's so many, so much to work with. Yeah. How, how do you feel about the 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 label Riot Girl? Um, you know, I embrace it. Like, okay, I embrace it just because like I think it's super important. It's like super important. I mean, obviously, like, a lot of the songs on this album are very, like, inspired by feminism and me trying to, like, find words for, like, what's happening. Like, why, why is this happening to me? Like, why, you know, when I go about life, that do these things happen? How do I find words for it? My frustration for it, right? That's, like, mm -hmm. a huge part of this album. Um, so I think Riot Girl, like, yeah, it's Riot Girl. I know that, like, with the Riot Girl movement back in the day, it was very white and stuff. So it mm -hmm. wasn't, like, very much, like, catered toward women of color. Yeah. So, like, obviously, there's falls in that. But I'm also, like, you know, I grew up in Japan. I'm I'm Asian, I'm Japanese, for those wondering, I'm wearing a mask right now. But like, it's just, I think that, yeah, okay, Riot Girl, it was a 90s thing, but it's still really important, and like, the fact that people are like, oh, I saw that one show where you had someone eat a burrito on stage, and I was like so moved, the fact that that still moves us, it's like, yeah, it's exactly why this needs to be labeled Riot Girl, right? Yeah, it's like, I why just... are we just like, oh, I've never seen a woman eat a burrito on stage just for the hell of it. Like, you know what I mean? Boo. Like, no, then we still need to push that a little bit, don't we? Right? Yeah. No, yeah. I just, I have a friend and she kind of doesn't yeah. really like that label a lot. So I was just curious about how you guys interpreted yeah. it. Yeah, because I think it just gets tacked on to, because I would just call it punk. Mm -hmm. But I guess because we're girls and yeah, we make yeah. aggressive music, mm -hmm. it's Riot Girl, or I don't know. That, that is true. I don't There's know no what Riot the definition boy. No Riot Boy is there. Riot Girl. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess it's a compliment. Uh, I don't know. I want to write a song called Riot Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, so this might be the genesis of that. Yeah, sure. It's going to be with an I. <laughs> but yeah. Like boy? I mean, yeah, but okay, it's like for real talk though, like as far as gender is concerned, like I really feel like all the stuff that we were raised with and taught were like, it's kind of not, 
it's not real or scientific. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm like, oh, how much of this is like really like, like how many people are just like, yes, I am exactly how they define, you know, like I am a woman, like they define women. Like I like pink, I like this, I like that, I don't do this, I don't do that. You know what I mean? My yeah. entire life has been like, oh, well, yeah, I like this. It's like, oh, well, you like music for a girl. I'm like, yeah, like what? You know, it's always something like it felt like I didn't identify with almost because it's like the definition for women was like limited. It's yeah, how yeah. I feel, you know, and so like for me, it's just whenever I think of gender, I'm like, yeah, I mean, kind of like, I think we're defining it wrong. And it's kind of how I feel. Like, I don't know if I can't think of everything. Like, even like my brother-in-law, they're like, oh, well, he likes cooking. I'm like, humans cook. I don't understand. Why is everything so gendered? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Did, did you ever have to like struggle through internal monologues of like, is this, is this enough or is this close enough to like being a woman with the music that I make, you know? Because I, I don't know, uh -huh. it, it kind of works the other way around with, with men, especially with, like, more popular music. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's almost a little bit of gender typecast with with um, with genres. And, and I feel like y'all are y'all are in a very male-dominated genre. Interesting. I, w I would say, at least. I think we, I mean, most of the music is very male-dominated, if you think about it, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's, like, the heart. Because, like, you can say that about metal. You can say that about a lot of things, but that's also because, like, women aren't encouraged to be allowed to take up space right yeah, yeah. like yeah there's some kind of gendering that goes on i think there's like okay and this is how i feel as someone grew up with this body like there's like things that tell you like you kind of notice as a kid you're like well there's no one else doing it so i guess that when people say yeah. like girls don't mm -hmm. do it it's right because i don't see anyone else doing it so there's just like representation mm -hmm. which kind oh, of yeah. doubles down and it reinforces that like false belief mm -hmm. so i think that's why i think you know a lot of women my age are all just about like I don't know, kind of just like taking up space and baking those boundaries so yeah, people yeah. see people like that in those positions. And they're like, yeah, look, we did it last week. Yeah, we, yeah, we played the piano last week. You saw it. You know what I mean? Like, people, women can do that. You yeah. know? And I'm not personally, I'm not thinking about, oh, can I do this because I'm, I'm me? Should yeah. I do this? Mm -hmm. Should I not? I'm just doing it. And I personally don't care if I can or can't do it. I'm going to do it. Like, I love basketball. I watch basketball. I do it. I don't think about, oh, I'm a woman. Should I watch I watch the NBA, like, should I watch the WNBA? I don't, I just do what I do, and, like... Yeah, anyone worth having, <laughs> anyone worth having in your circle at all isn't going to care about yeah, who you like, are. Uh -huh. It's it's all, it should at least all be, like, merit-based, how, how good you actually are at the stuff you exactly. do. Exactly, like, not, I don't care if you're a woman or a man, yeah. but I care, yeah. like, I personally care, does it sound good? Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> like, but oh, that said, I would someone's say that playing the flute. So what? <laughs> so did Guadalupe and freaking band. Like, I don't get it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, not mind blown by uh, someone, by their gender, if they're doing something. I'm blown away by the quality of what their work is. Like, that's just how I there see it. There is an air of, like, the benefit of the doubt, though, being, like, I know that, yeah, that, like, people expect different things like they see and I've seen it in play like you know like where it's like oh well I'm gonna expect that that guy over there that really tall man is in charge of like handling all the business stuff for this band for example right mm -hmm. that happens all the time you know where I've mm -hmm. been the person who's the point person for like you know a manager for a tour yeah and, like they just default they default to that other person you know what I mean mm -hmm. so it's like the benefit of the doubt is like oh well you don't really know what you're doing and like oh well you're not actually important and then when you're a musician it's like oh well you're probably not that good you know that happens, you know. No, no, like, no. I yeah. just, I, I was just the the look I was giving you is I just uh -huh. don't know if that's the benefit of the. I just don't know that's the right phrasing. Or it's like, yeah, yeah, it's the opposite of. The, I don't get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I guess you mean. Yeah. Like, hey, do you know how to work this? Like, hey, do you know that? Oh, hey, yeah. like, well, let me teach you. About like recording. nobody just assumes. Oh, this you is do. the one that happens a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, let me teach you about recording. Well, did you know this? Blah blah blah. I'm like, mm. 
you know how many hours I've made yeah. at this point? Like, are you kidding me? Like, don't tell me how to record anything. You know, you, you, yeah. you, you, you have nothing to add to this right now. But, like, all the time, people want to pull me aside and teach me something. Because they look at me and they assume I don't know anything. Which is gendered, I think. You know, right? I, I would, yeah, I would totally. I probably. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think... I think so. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you get to a show and set up and the sound guy doesn't... Like, think you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know how to set up your pedals and guitar. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. nice to prove people wrong, too, though. It is. Really like, especially good. with your kind of music, you yeah. can just, like, go let all that anger out on stage and just be loud and yeah. fun. And then... Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I totally had, like, a moment where, like, a silent person was like, oh, well, this is this whatever blah, 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 bass cap. Can you handle it? I'm like, yeah, I can handle it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm splitting my signals and I like put it in both hands. Let's go, you know? Yeah, yeah luckily you can do yeah. that like right away at a show too. Yeah. You can like just was... go right up and be like Yeah. You, yeah. you think it's a good way to immediately prove uh. people wrong to just kill it on stage? Yeah, but then it's like I have to like emotionally and mentally get over the whole oh, like yeah. well, maybe what they say is right because I hate yeah. sometimes you need help. <laughs> like, oh, I yeah, need yeah, help. yeah. <laughs> like I'll take yeah. you. And it must be even worse to throw works different than mine. I mean yeah. I didn't know that. So please. Yeah, and, and to admit, you know, that you need help, I, I think some some people, especially if they if they sort of typecast you into needing to explain things, they might, you know, get an inch and take a mile with that. You know, it's, it's I mean, does it feel almost like a, bina like a binary, like you'd have to either be completely self-sufficient or like, have to deal with that all the time? Have to deal with someone trying I mean, to explain no, stuff I think this kind of got turned in a different direction. I have no problem asking for help. Like, and I'm like super vocal about all that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even that. I think it's just that people look at me and assume that I don't know. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, they'll yeah. look at a dude and like, assume that they know, and then the dude will just like fumble and like freak out and say, so he doesn't know and he's been bad for help. You know what I mean? Not yeah, to like typecast everybody, but like, that's what happens. It's just like, I get assumed to be in this role that I didn't sign up for. Please take me off the list. Unsubscribe. <laughs> you do you not want emails like, from Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I think it's really funny that you all have like these email addresses that just get recycled forever. They do, yeah. <laughs> and also like email addresses for us got like get then when we delete one, they all get forwarded to me. Yeah. So I'll <laughs> like yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's an issue. Um if, if we were interviewing me, I'd probably go more into detail about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My, my email. Eubanks email. Yeah, interview. my Eubanks email interview, maybe not. <laughs> Eubanks email info hour. This is not. Yeah. Okay, so to get to get back a little bit to the music. Let's get back to it. Um, what was it like being covered in ramen? Hmm. Um. Gross. Well, it was. Yeah, it was very cold. Actually, it got cold huh. really fast. Which I thought was surprising. Was it like homemade? Or <laughs> homemade? Yeah, we boiled it at home. Boiled it at home? Okay. Yeah. Was oh, it like, like I didn't make the noodles. You didn't. Or you didn't get like no. takeout ramen or anything. Yeah, it was a case of like top ramen. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that was like expired. <laughs> very, very that, cost like, friendly. Gotcha. Oh. And I was like, we well, are just buy it. <laughs> I didn't. Have to. <laughs> it's like it's like smashing a, like an expensive expensive guitar on stage, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yes, wait, one. We had it delivered. We had it delivered, and then just <laughs> yeah. on stage. Yeah. Okay. One moment for the benefit of radio and their hell is other people music video. Um, Erica and was it what was it at one point absolutely covered in ramen. Mm -hmm. uh, ramen diva. <laughs> was the idea? It was a, it was like a hair. It was like hair. Yeah, yeah that oh. was the idea. 
Um, it was really hard to sculpt, actually. I thought it would be a lot easier. Uh, we had to do those cakes really quick because it was like a balancing act, and then just the whole texture of the ramen was just changing over time, you know? Very yeah, strange. I was wondering how you kept it on your head. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like a lot too. It was like molding clay because like the bottom layer would just kind of mash together at some point, which was actually kind of perfect because it made like this ramen helmet, you know? Ah, uh, uh, ramen then, helmet. Yeah. Ramen helmet. Yeah. But then like, Stay safe. Uh, how long? How long? How long? What? Was the shoot for that? Was the ramen shoot? I think then uh, two days. Two two days of ramen. Mostly one day. Yeah, we for, did the follow up shots on the second day. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. We did some like extra footage that we like forgot we did. You have to reboil the ramen for that? Um, for the, yeah. Well, you know, it was a case of ramen. It was a so, case, so yeah, I had plenty of it. You like, had plenty of it, but, but you're like, all right, day two, gotta start the ramen boiling yeah. process over again. You know did why? It, because you're like, this is starting to become a thing. Like, yeah, it was like a <laughs> day whole, two of ramen. Yeah, just boiling water, ramen, and it was all over the floor at some point. It was just like, <laughs> it was like coming out of my clothes when I went to the shower and stuff. I was like, oh, it's everywhere. But, yeah, my dog was just like waiting by the door, being like, "Wait, is it is it clean? Is it clean up time yet?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Do you guys want to talk about Hell's Other People one sec, um, yeah, and then yeah. we'll then we'll take a quick break, and we can listen to it. Cool. What, what, Do you guys want to talk about it first? Just like say whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How did how how did the demo oh start? Oh my gosh! Uh, what was it? Was it instrumental <laughs> oh, it was vocals first or what? <laughs> did hell so start as a, a person? It actually started with the lyrics. I just kind of oh, it was like that's only how it is with the cathartic stuff, huh? Just just the just the venting in a, you know, into the notes app or on the notebook. And I've then, had all different angles. It was yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, Whenever yeah. I talk about like writing music, yes, people yes. I'm like. It's like whatever angle you're inspired yeah. to do, just mm -hmm. do that angle. So it's like whether it be like playing guitar and just coming up with musical mm -hmm. parts and like riffs and stuff, then mm -hmm. you're like, hey, I like this get part, that, I like this part, I like this part, you know? Later, yeah. Or it's just maybe you're in a lyric mode and you just mm -hmm. kind of like, I need to write and you just start writing. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes you just gotta write and not think about music and mm -hmm. those actually come out to be good lyrics, mm -hmm. right? And then you can put it, put it to music later. And so then sometimes it's both at the same time. That's when when, it's when did you find the fitting, you know, chord progression and, and timbre and everything for, for those lyrics? Second. The second? <laughs> so, yeah, it was the second. Really? So the lyrics came first. Because I was just like in a bad place and then I just came home and I wrote that. Mm -hmm. I wrote it out and then I was just like, in my head I could hear like the kind of like the oh, Kind of oh, chord man. progression, and then I just kind of flushed out the arrangement. Give me chills, love it. Yeah, it's all different, right? Yeah. No, yeah, 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 it's, yeah every, Different every time, which is fun. But you gotta learn to like work it from different angles. Like mm -hmm. I think when I was yeah. younger, I thought it always had to be like a certain way. Well, hear, hearing it from the lyrics is so hard. I think mm -hmm. hearing the that actual music, it it it, it must it must take a, a certain type of superhuman to be able to like imagine a song based off of the words you just wrote. So many different like angles you're going at it. You're trying to express real life stuff in, in rhymes and stuff like that. And then you just put the, the vocal meaning or the, the, the chord meaning behind it and yeah. the, the punch. It's just, it's so, it's so interesting that that was, that was like immediately after. Yeah, it's like I need chords for this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. I'm Her Majesty, and the band is Banks, and this is Hell is Other People.
Welcome back to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. I'm Her Majesty, joined today by my lovely co-host, Grant Eubanks, Faith Cadet, and we're here during local lunch with Bangs. Hi, Bangs. Hey. Hey. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so I was, I was going through y'all's Facebook, and wow. I was curious, how was your experience using a journal? A journal? A urinal. Oh my gosh, you read it! <laughs> okay, so here's my, yeah, should we tell the story or are we just gonna just like leave it hanging? No, tell the story, tell the story. Okay, <laughs> when I was really little, one of my youngest like memories, I grew up in Japan, right? Um, and I went to preschool, it was called Hoikuen. I went to Hoikuen and I was, well, yeah, I was only, I was the only kid that was like half Japanese, half American, but that doesn't even matter. The point is, I was, I was there and some boys said that girls can't pee in the urinal <laughs> and of course it's like for this point I think I'd already heard things that was just like more already like a challenge it was just like well because of this is a gender that you are you can't do this and I felt like that already that was starting to build up and there was like weird rules that I was noticing that applied to me and not my brother or something you know what I mean like and I started noticing this and I think that kind of like annoyed me because it was like hey you can't do this so you girls can't pee in the urinal and I was like oh okay and then I, I promptly pulled down my pants and peed in the urinal. And here's the thing. So I don't remember getting wet or gross or like getting like, you know, being like, oh, I regret everything. So I think I did a good job. You know, I, that's what I'm thinking. Because like, I don't remember being like upset with myself. So it was just like, it was fine. I proved them wrong. And I remember going back to the classroom and the teacher was like, Erica, did you pee in the urinal? I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, don't do that. And then I knew it was like, you're not supposed to do that. But I think that it's just like very much like, I don't know, I think it's just like such a pivotal, like it just, that's just like still who I am. It's like, you can't do this, well like watch me. Yeah, you know? I was also go. just curious because I don't know many women that have used urinals. Yeah, I mean. So I was curious <laughs> in that perspective. Well, I heard people who pee, like you know when you pee in the woods and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you were just like naked, you can just kind of like become like a star. And then like, kind of like, you're standing up, y'all. And then like, you kind of just like push your pelvis forward and then it'll just kind of spray. I'll, I'll yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, so I, I mean. avoid that at all costs. I mean, you know, I mean, I yeah. grew up in a city. I'm not the, I still don't love peeing outside, but I have to do it sometimes. It happens. It, it comes around. But yeah, no, you're, yeah. I don't, I haven't peed in a urinal in a long time. <laughs> Jess, I, I read that you had, no, no. <laughs> hit it, hit it, hit it, started, I was thinking porter potty at first. I was like, no, but no, it, no, either, pivot, either way, pivot. I avoid all things like that. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Been lucky. No, yeah, this is a complete pivot. <laughs> Um, I had read that you used to play in a Mexican ska band. Is that true? <laughs> that is wow. true. Back when I was 17, so over 20 years ago. Yes, I, uh, yeah, I played in a Mexican ska band. I played drums. I played guitar. I sang um, in Spanish and English. And yeah. How, much, just, yeah. how much Spanish do you know? Um, I know I know a lot of words. Um, in later in life, it's more kitchen Spanish is what we call it. Mm -hmm. But back then, I would just get my English Spanish dictionary mm -hmm. and just put the sentences and words together that way. And um, I had a bunch of uh, friends, and we listened to a lot of bands that were you know Spanish speaking bands. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I picked up on that, and that's that's pretty much how I put that together. Okay, Erica, do you speak Japanese? I yeah, I do. I'm fluent. Okay. I was just, uh, yeah, I was curious if you guys would ever, like, consider going, since you guys are both bilingual people, would you mm -hmm. ever consider going multilingual with Japanese-Spanish record? I'd say if it felt right, I would include Japanese <laughs> okay. lyrics. Like, I know that it meant a lot to me when, like, 
you know, Mitski? Yeah. Yeah, First mm-hmm. Love Late Spring yeah. has a moment that's like, it's like half the lyrics, like they slip into Japanese for a moment. I was just like, oh my gosh, I've never heard that on the radio. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that was like super special. So yeah, I can see that happening at some point. I just know like Caliuchus is the most recent one, or Rosalia, or like the yeah. other two, like in Spanish speaking. But like, it would be so sick to have that be sort of a regular thing with, with other languages. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, I know Kira Kira Benito does it. Oh yeah? Really? Yeah. I love a good Kira Kira Benito. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is just this question is just self-serving for me because I'm from Charleston. I want to yeah. know. But how was the Royal American on that tour that you guys did? Okay, so the Royal American is really cool. Um, it's they have a stage that's like on the bar essentially. Yeah. Have you, have you been there? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a bar, and then the, the bar ends and it becomes a stage. So when you load in, you actually load behind the bar. Yeah, it was messy. <laughs> it was messy. That's all I can say. Support your time, yeah. Support <laughs> yeah. your time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Charleston's fine. When I was your age. <laughs> so, what was it? What's it like then playing like festivals like Hopscotch and Fest and yeah. kind of being around a lot of other bands at the same time? What's that kind of energy like? I mean. Sometimes it's really exciting because you'll like play, and then for me, I have to like collect my stuff and like go see my friend play real quick, and like or like get try to get back, see catch a couple songs, and have to come back and play or whatever. Or if you're like walking down the street and you see like Big Frida and their team like walking by, or like you know, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's just more of an exciting time when there's a bunch of bands that you get to see, yeah. and you know, it's you know, let's travel and it's perfect. I don't know. That's a little it's really sweet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more fun. It's fun. I mean, yeah. It's just a lot of people, you know. And it's fun to be able to like rush off and then and go enjoy yourself. You yeah, yeah. That's that's usually big. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to like van on to the next place or home yeah. or whatever. I mean you do, but I guess it's like usually such a longer day that you have like plenty of like usually because if you play one show, right, it's like three bands usually max and then mm-hmm. it's like you play yeah. your show and you, you have two bands at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And but if it's a festival, it's like you play your show and then you have like maybe in the next six hours of shows or like yeah. maybe you have six hour shows before your show, which is yeah. the harder one. That's difficult. <laughs> there may not be as much expectation for you to hang around too. You can just sort of do whatever. Yeah. You just played, like no one's gonna no yeah. one's gonna say anything if you yeah. Yeah, but you're also off work, so you get to enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being, like, stressed out. Actually, yeah. 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 With with the album now out, um, you took my body long ago, and now I'm taking it back. Um, what is, what's kind of the next step for the band? Where's the vision taking y'all? I mean, you know, it's, like, I mean, there's more songs coming out right now. I'm in a writing phase a little bit. But, like, I think that, you know, we want to keep promoting this album, like, it's hard because like the natural progression would have been tour, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a little difficult right now and I don't yeah, I don't I haven't felt comfortable enough to like book a tour, but like I'm still kinda of thinking about you know, so it's just looking to the future and trying to get through COVID. <laughs> yeah. You know, um I do we are planning to make more music videos. Okay, so awesome. That'll be fun. I'm excited <laughs> <to> those. <laughs> those are always fun. But uh, so those are definitely on the horizon and 
tour, fingers crossed, like super hard. Do you guys you guys have shows coming up, right? Yeah. At least locally? We do have local shows coming up. Okay. Yes. Where yeah. where all are y'all playing? Um, I think a couple aren't announced yet, but we are playing some day parties. Okay. So Hopscotch. I Hopscotch. think they just started announcing. I they just started it. announcing Hopscotch yeah. day parties. So we are playing some day parties, including the Ooh. public one. Okay. Um, nice. Uh, and then we have we're playing um, Motorco with the Gories. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that one has been announced. Yeah, which is a garage rock band. Um, and then other ones. I guess we're playing Manifest in Chapel Hill. Okay. You know. Um, and then Femfest is going to be a little different this year. Is it going to be virtual again? Yeah, they're working on the details right now. Yeah, okay. they're working on. I think it's going to be somewhat virtual, if not like half and half. Okay, but almost like almost like all the bands would be in one place, but the audience isn't. Yeah, okay. exactly. Uh, yeah, it's interesting because, like, yeah, I mean, everyone's, like, just trying to pivot really hard. Right? Yeah, everybody, yeah, Ooh. it's turning on a dime. Yeah, yeah. We thought we were uh, good for a little bit. We sucks, thought we were good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. the day. Yeah. So it's like we were getting all ready, yeah, you know. The day. Like, it's just like, oh, well, let's just chill out for a second, you know. Yeah. But it's fair. I mean, you, you feel like you've, you've had a lot of time to write and prep for for the after times if they come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I'm just ready, to, you know, hit the ground running, really. Yeah. You know. I, I totally understand. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll go on tour. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah. 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 Absolute monsters. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Are there is there anything else today that we have not touched on that you want the listeners and the fans at home to know? You want to go first? Um. No, I think we covered it all. Um. Yeah. Just listen to the album and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it called again? You stole my body long ago, and now I'm taking it back. Yeah, you took my body long ago. Oh, you took okay. No, you stole my body. Yeah, you stole my body. It came I out you August thirteenth. My body. I'm like, what do you mean spill? <laughs> I heard that too. You heard spill, so, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, you, you put you spilled ramen on my body long ago. You spilled ramen. <laughs> <laughs> All over. More ramen. We spilled some ramen left. Yeah. Awesome. Guest appearance. Where can where can they find bangs on social media? Okay, so you guys on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We're kinda on Twitter, but I, we don't really do anything with it because that, yeah. What's the bandcamp URL? Oh bandcamp, it's just bangs.bandcamp.com. So that's easy. Bangs is with a double Z. So and we're the only ones that spell that way, so Yeah. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. On all the things. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for coming in. Thank this you for is WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. I'm Her Majesty with Grant Eubanks. Space Cadet. And this has been an episode of The Local Beat during local lunch with Banks. The new album, You Stole My Body Long Ago and Now I'm Taking It Back, came out August 13th. Thanks for listening.